And now, weighing in out of the blue corner, Josh the Pong Thompson. 100%. And on the other mic, he weighs in from the red corner, Big John McCarthy. Well, hello to everyone, and I guess happy Christmas past because it's over. over. We are past Christmas, but I hope everyone had a fantastic Christmas. I hope you and your families got to spend time together and enjoy each other in that Christmas spirit. And if it wasn't Christmas, whatever you celebrate, I don't care. My man, Josh Thompson, he was celebrating Christmas. I saw him. He dressed all his family together. They're all in the same outfit. It is so nice. Oh, that was no. a different picture. It wasn't you. <laughs> Sorry, John. It's not, it's not up the alley, buddy. I think it was uh, Conor McGregor. Nah, we, oh, was it? Was it? Very good. <laughs> it I saw uh, Frankie did it, too. A little, uh, him and Frank his family. Yeager. Yeah, Frankie yeah. Edgar and stuff. So uh, he's got a cute little family, man. They're awesome. And then um, I saw a couple other families that did it as well. Uh, I love it. I, I think that's great. Uh, that's I, awesome. You know who was one of the first guys that I started seeing do the full family onesie type thing? It was Kyle Kingsbury. Uh, now that I believe. Him, him and Natasha Wicks. King Boo. Yeah, he was awesome, man. He he would walk around. It was like in the in the yeah, thermal. He'd walk around with a lot less than that. <laughs> yes, he would. <laughs> the thermal overalls with the little patch butt thing that was removable, like lift up and down. And I uh, thought it was great, man. And he was one of the first. I was like, what are you doing? And then, then it became trendy after that. I mean, I don't, I don't know. At least it was the first time I actually paid attention to it being kind of trendy. But uh, it was it was cute. It was cute. Right after he hit, they had their uh, first son, and um, and uh, him and Natasha Wicks. I think yep. her last name is Wicks, right? Yeah, Wicks. yeah, it was. Yeah, Natasha. I mean, I've been calling her Kings Boo um, for the longest time. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, she's awesome. He's awesome, and uh, wishing all of them a merry Christmas. And everybody out there, I hope you guys had a merry Christmas with your families. Spend some time. I know some of you guys, um, I'm the type of guy that will walk in and we've seen memes about it. I'll just start talking about politics right away because I want to leave. So <laughs> it's just, just, I'm just kidding. Why? Why no, would I'm you just do that? Kidding. I'm just kidding. You know what? You, do that? you know what? We don't talk about it. I just come in with all these like, you know, different decorations that stand out differently and hats that say, you know, but just whatever. <laughs> Okay, Colby. No. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, uh, I think it's great. We uh we don't this time though, it was just me and the fam here, nobody else. We're with uh, no in-laws, no not my my mom's side of the family. My mom's side of the family is really big. Uh we got probably about fifty something cousins just on my mom's side of the family. Ooh. Yeah, my mom's like the youngest of thirteen, you know, with all the kids on her side. So it's a it's a lot, man. It's a lot. So uh, it's the fact that they still, they, they kind of, you know, you know, with big families, John, I and mean, maybe you've, you've heard of this and stuff, big families, they, they have kind of a hard time staying together as they get older. They just, yeah. something happens, you know, kids don't get along. Mom and dad, uh, you know, mom and dad yeah, don't get just, along. Aunts and uncles don't get along. Brothers, uncles. It's just, yeah. It's, it's always something, man, but it's always, they've done the best they could to hold it all together. It's a sad. It's 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 fun. Just it's, just hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, man, but, wake uh, up! But man, it was it was a good Christmas here in Texas. It was my first one here. Enjoyed it. A little cold yesterday, but it was very nice. Enjoyed it a lot, and um, hopefully you guys all had a very very merry Christmas. But we have a little we have something a little special for you guys this week. Not a lot to uh, no fight cards, obviously, to talk about. 
Oh, yes, there is. Yes, there is Ryzen. Ryzen's up. But, I mean, no. John. No. I don't. It's not that one. Yes, oh. that's up. It's our fight cards. Our fight cards. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, we're yeah. going to have fight cards. Because well, we're going to play matchmaker. That's right. So that's, that's what we're going to do. We're going to do this. We're going to do matchmaker uh, on this show. Um, and we have a lot to talk about, John. I, I look, I tried to do something that was a little bit different. Now, John just did the status Ooh. quo because, you know, he just tried to, you know, toe the line and he's the company championship man versus and, champion. You know, he want he, you know, he want he didn't pay attention to the rules, probably didn't, you know, didn't send in pictures and all that stuff. I mean, you know, it's like when he's See, down, you're you lying. Go, you're yeah. lying again. You're trying to make stuff up. Nah, you know, like, okay. if there's pictures of like my fighters on this, I like got then, pictures. You want pictures? I got I pictures of you. And there's a picture right there. <laughs> It's like, oh, yeah. John, um, there's there's a, I don't know, I feel like there's so much I have to say. So much I want to talk to you about. Well, then go. But let's, but look, look. This is the best. You have a platform. Yes, I know. We we actually do have, we have a very very good platform. I I read some of the comments again. I I was yesterday just breezing through between football games. My Chiefs, they lost. That's what I wanted to talk about. (laughs) That's we'll what I want to talk that. about. Why Let's, do you want to talk about your loser chief? I want to talk about this. <laughs> Get, I'm sorry, but look, for for over a decade now, I've, I haven't not wanted to go to a Chiefs versus Raiders game. It's been like, yeah, I went, I went last year, you know, went to one of the games in to see the new stadium for uh, the Raiders. And the Chiefs blew them out. I mean, it wasn't blowout, but it was like we won by like 15 or something. It wasn't even a close game. It was so we. It was kind of, you know, it was like, ah, it was this and that, but it was all right. What do you mean, ah, you won? It's yeah, good. we won. No, 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 John, I'm not talking about winning. I'm, t- I'm talking about this. I'm talking about the fact that the excitement between the Raiders and the Chiefs is no longer there. Last night, I saw a little bit of it coming back. And the reason I saw a little bit of it come back was their new head coach, Antonio Pierce. I've loved that guy since he was a player at the Giants. I love him now as a coach. Got a little emotional afterwards. They, they talk about... um you know, these coaches that 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 just like they just come in, they're big money, they've got big names, they do all this stuff, but guess what? Never deliver. Well, they owe a lot of money to Jar Gruden, they owe a lot of money to Josh McDaniels. This guy was an assistant coach, come in, he's a little fire under their ass. They believe in him. They're doing he's using a third string quarterback. Yep. Third string. I mean, it was a kid that he had worked with throughout the whole time because he was kind of in charge of using the, you know, uh the third string, you know, basically using the the second and third string players. So he was running all those guys to play that, you know, to play against um, the first three looks. guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he took, he went on a limb and he's been doing great. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're not there. They may potentially finish the winning season or at least a, 50, yeah, a 500 but, season. Yeah. This, but, but give this man a matter of what has he done since he has taken over. Give this man a job. Yep. He deserves one. He's play. He played in the NFL. He understands the players. He connects with the players. Look, I haven't gone. Like I said, I went last year just to see the, the Vegas stadium. This guy obviously cares about his players. He obviously cares about the team. Got a little, got a little choked up, all those things. But I, I think it was a big, it was a big time game. Don't get me wrong. I don't think the Chiefs played well. They, they didn't play well. But look, the Raiders put them in positions, though, not to play well. I give credit where credit is due. A lot of times when we talk about fighters, uh, I'm not going to shine just on the Chiefs. I got to, you know, I got to be like, hey, man, they had Mahomes running around. Like a fucking rabbit getting chased by a dog. He fucking was <laughs> everywhere. You could tell he was exhausted by the by the end of the second quarter. Second quarter, not second half. Second quarter, he was exhausted. Half time, gave him a little break. Came back, 
you know, but no, it just, we just, we didn't play well. They forced a lot of positionings uh, for him not to play from Holmes, not to play well. Receivers can't catch a damn ball this year. I don't know what the hell they're doing. They couldn't get open, obviously, because Mahomes going to throw the ball to them. But look, give this man a job. This guy's amazing. Love him as a player. I think he's, I think he's doing a great job as a coach. Uh, I know a full season's a lot different than a half season, and the players are riding on emotional highs. They hated yep. Josh McDaniels, and it shows because they played out and balled out. Uh, Listen, hold, on, hold, on, under him. hold on. Let me let me ask you this: Since Josh McDaniels got he got a lot of chances in a lot of places. You know, what what team liked him? Uh, just the Patriots. <laughs> just and he was never the head coach. No, I know, I know, but that's the only team. The, no play, no coach. Sorry, no teams have ever really cared to play for him. No, you can't get anybody behind. No. Him. He doesn't have. He Mm-mm. doesn't have it. He may no. know X's and O's, and there's a lot yeah. of guys that do. But you gotta have it all, and, and and this is the hard part for. I think Dan Campbell, who is the coach of the Detroit Lions, Lions I love him because he's a guy that was put in the same position. Yeah kind of that Antonio Pierce has been put in with the Raiders back with the Dolphins and stuff. And, you know, and he's that, you know, emotional, inspirational guy, guy that's fiery, you know, and, but didn't know what he didn't know until everything started to fucking fall in on mm-hmm. stuff. And that's why it's tough when you got those guys, you want to give them that job, but there's a whole lot more to that job than just the emotion. And that's what you got to figure out. Does Antonio Pierce have, what it takes to be a head coach at this point in his career, because he's young as a coach. Yeah. You know, he's young as a coach. Does he have what it takes? Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't, but you know what? He's doing his job right now and he's got those guys motivated. Mm-hmm. And that's nice to see because look, he was always a winner as a player and you know, he played along some of the best and now he's, he's, uh, he's doing a great job with the Raiders. Do you know, he was on the team that, of the lions that went Oh, and 16. Yeah. It's that's a that's a tough one, man. Ooh. And then to go back to to Detroit in in the last thirty years, he's the first coach to take him to the playoffs in the last thirty years. That's insane. Good yeah. for him. Good for yeah. him. Fantastic. Uh, look, I think I think he's the holidays. The, he's got he's got them believing. Yeah, and believing in each other. Yep, that's what you need. I think the holidays are um, kind of about like sharing things like this, you know, shedding some light on the positivity about things in life, you know, not just in life, but you know that we've witnessed around look i'm a huge cheese fan i've been a cheese fan for a long time i yeah. said this on uh, my twitter last night at the real punk i basically said look for i've been wanting to go to a raiders game for the raiders and chiefs game versus the last you know for the last probably i don't know 12 13 years it hasn't been competitive so i haven't gone and so i've just decided that i'm like eh, you know but it's nice to see these coaches get a little bit of do hopefully he gets a full-time job and um and the best of luck to him and the raiders I want to. I want to see these competitive games because I enjoy the intensity at home when I'm watching it, or when I go to the games. I, I want to. If I pay for the tickets, I want to see a good game as long as my oh, Chiefs yeah. win. But I want to see a good game <laughs> still. But it makes it fun. Look, uh, podcast Dave's getting on us. To, he wants to talk about. He wants us to talk about MMA. So he he hates it. So he hates when we talk about football because he doesn't understand it because he's from uh, he's from. I just Scotland. don't want your feelings to get hurt in the comments. <laughs> John, it's John Scott. Scott, Dave, Scotty, Scotty, Scotty. Those those feelings don't hurt my feelings. Those those comments don't hurt my feelings. I love I love them all. You guys just be positive in the comments. Okay, I know we talked about football for a second. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Lift your skirt, grab your balls. Okay, we'll talk about some fights in a second. <laughs> 
here we go. Here we go, buddy. Here we go. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, we were supposed to uh, come up with a main card mm -hmm. for a UFC and for a PFL. Okay. I have done my homework. Okay. You have done your homework. Okay. We are ready to go. Okay. Let's hear it, baby. What's, which card do you want to go first? I said, well, you know, let's uh, let's go with the PFL card first. Let's go with PFL card. Let's go. First. I'm gonna like make. That. We're gonna drag you guys okay. out. We're gonna make so you guys on. suffer. Yeah. Here's my question before yeah. we start this. Okay. Is it that you're gonna give one fight and then I'm gonna give one fight, or are we just gonna go down your list and then we'll go down my list? I think we both give. Um, do you want to start from this? I guess more of my question, very similar to yours. You didn't but answer my question. I know, I know, but I want to play it off of that. Is because I have to, I have to control this uh, conversation here. Yeah, is that's the problem. It'll <laughs> never happen. <laughs> do we do do we start from the bottom and work our way up to what we think would be our main event, nah, or do we just put together matter. a card? Just put together a card. Oh, you, oh if, yeah. if you want to, if you want to, you can have. Okay, this is my main event for that card. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's go. You go first. I go first. You go first. I go first. I'm starting from the bottom of my card. <laughs> Wait. Who goes you go first? I go first. You go first. You I go first. I go first. Obviously, I'm feeling kind of refreshed from yesterday. Resting all right. around all day. So. I'll, I'll go first. <laughs> I'm going to start off in the uh, PFL. Featherweight division because they have okay. a lot of good talent there. There's a guy named Chris Wade who is a dynamite fighter. He's good at wrestling. He's got good stand up. He has never won mm -hmm. the PFL regular season, and so I'm going to put him in a matched fight against a guy that they have now acquired from Bellator, Mads Burnell. Hmm. Because I look at this fight right here because I always look at matchups and what will be fun to watch. Because Chris Wade has got good stand-up, but he relies on his wrestling to be able to control where the fight is and for him to actually rest during the fight at times. Well, Mads Burnell is the guy that puts unbelievable pressure on you in the stand-up. He is in your grill. And is he the guy that you want to go to the ground with? Because we saw in many fights, you'll have a guy who's a phenomenal wrestler, a guy like a Justin Gonzalez. He'll take him down. Mads Burnell doesn't sit on his back, and he doesn't just try to get back to his feet. He uses reversals. He gets on top. He's got a phenomenal submission game. And I think that Chris Wade matched with Mads Burnell to start your card. Mm -hmm. That's the way to get it going. I think that's a bad matchup for Mads Burnell. Ooh, I like see. Okay, I like that. That's fine. I think that's a bad matchup for him. I love Mads. I think he's a great, um, <clears throat> a great competitor in terms of he's got good boxing, rips the body really well. He he slips his head offline, does a little bit of that peekaboo kind of uh, defense. I like does that. everything. Yeah, he yeah. does a little bit of everything. Okay, he's got good takedown defense, but he doesn't fight it too hard because he don't want to waste energy. Uh, Chris Wade though has got the control from the top position. I think Mads. He's the better jiu-jitsu guy when he's on top. When he's on bottom, he's he's still good at getting back up to his feet. There's not as much of a submission threat. The arm and guillotine's there. The regular guillotine's there. You know, those type of things. But he's just, I think Chris Wade has the ability to potentially control him from the top position, okay, and, and, and do some work. And he's got the gas tank to continue to get takedowns over and over and over again. I think it'd be a fun fight. I don't know if um, I'd put that as my opening fight on the card. You know, I mean, it's okay. It's not I'm, your card. It's I, my card. I, I can, I can tell. It's kind of a little, it's a little, little boring. But I get it. I got, I, uh, <laughs> I got to take digs at you. 
John, it's I okay. Gotta, I got I could, I could, I was going to put that in my second and open up with a different one, but I just figured, you know, I've got it written this way. Now. Stand by your choice, buddy. Don't oh, make no, I like my now. choice. Stand I, by I your think choice. This is still a phenomenal, fun <laughs> fight. A, it's a good fight. It has just the potential. Stand by for the next one. It has the potential to be boring, though. No. No, you don't think so. No. You don't, don't. think so. No. I think Chris you Wade don't. can control the top position. Chris and, Wade's going to, you know, Chris Wade would be the guy trying to make it boring. By slowing Burnell down, being in the top position and controlling, yes, it's not an easy thing to do to control. It's not. It's not. Okay. I, get, I get what you're saying, but it, but you just answered my. You just basically agreed with me that it could be boring because Chris Wade could make it boring. That's the way he, he wins try. that fight. That's the way he wins okay. that fight. That, Mads okay. Burnell on top though can make it interesting because Chris oh, yeah. Wade's not hard to. He's not easy to take down, and he's not. And he's hard to hold down. But on the feet, I think Mads with the head movement and the boxing. Could threaten quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Chris could make a mistake, too, and leave his head in the wrong position against Madden. It could be over quickly. So it could be a could fast, be a fun fight. quick, could be a fast, fun fight. Could be a fun fight. Okay, or it could be a long, PFL, just fight. listen here. Oh, <laughs> you don't even know, PFL. Greg PFL. Savage. PFL. <laughs> if you're, we're doing your job for you, buddy. We're doing Damn your job straight, for baby. all you Damn guys. Straight. All you guys. Look, I'm going to start the fight. I'm going to start the fight card off with some fireworks. Okay, let's hear uh, it. I'm going to go... Uh, Clay Collard from the okay, PFL, like and I'm gonna like go Patricky Pitbull. I would love to see that fight. That's a good fight. That's like a great that fight. fight. I'm talking about this. Is what I'm starting my card off with. I'm gonna have this fight on this thing to start the card off with fireworks. This thing, I like I mean, that fight. Yeah, that's a good fight. It's a great fight. You know, um, what's Clay? Clay's 30, still young, but Patricky's getting a little bit older in age. What 37? Yeah. But still loves the sling. Clay Collard. He may try to wrestle a little bit. Patricky's got good takedown defense, but he is just getting a little bit. He's just he's not pulling the trigger as much. But the two of them will stand in the middle and they will trade. Clay Collard yeah. is he's not a slick sniper type striker like Shobley. He doesn't have to worry about that. He doesn't have to worry about the speed. Clay's not a fast guy. Nope. The two of them they're in the exchanges, they will hit each other. They will do some work. It would be a fun fight. Yeah, I I look at that one and I say. It might be that Patricky's getting a little older, so the speed mm-hmm. will equate well. The power is definitely going to be with Patricky, but the output is definitely in Clay Collard's. Mm-hmm. And that's the real thing. You know, if he starts putting a lot of body shots on Patricky, how does Patricky respond to that? Yeah. So I yeah. like your first matchup. I think it's a good matchup. I think that's a, that's a fun fight. It's fireworks, John. Just that's a good Come one. On. Was, was I'm a, giving it. I like it. I like it. You finally did something right. Very nice. Fireworks. That what fireworks. Fireworks. Looks like to you. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Got it. All I, was right. ma- I was making the noise. All right. This was right. this was my my next fight on my list, and I didn't have them in any particular order. But I I think you want to talk about fireworks. Let Stand me, by. Let me hear it. Because you're, you know, your little country bumpkin uh, fireworks show is now being upset. Oh, jeez. All right, by. here we go. Come on. <laughs> Ray Cooper the third against Brennan Ward. Oh, Ooh. go ahead. Go ahead. Ooh. Go ahead, mister. Go ahead. Uh, Talk to me. Talk to me. I, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. That was good. That was good. Thank you very much. Yes. Brada boy, Ray Cooper the third against the Irish Brennan Ward. 
Both of these guys, huge power in their Good hands. Fight. Both can wrestle. Someone's going to sleep. Yep. Brendan Ward doesn't have a boring fight. I just think this would be so good. My question is, uh, yeah. they'd ha- Cooper would have to go back down to, to seven. Yeah, but he could do it. He couldn't. No, and, 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 and this is why, and you're right. He's now at 185. Brendan used to be at 185. Yeah. And went down to 170. So they'll match. So I don't care where, whatever weight you want to go. Yeah. I don't care. Put them together at 178 and a half. <sighs> what a good fight. What a good fight. That's a good fight, John. I'm not Thank you very that. much, baby. The, but I think the wrestling of Brennan Ward might be a little bit too much for Cooper. Cooper's still young, 30 years old. I cannot believe. He just seems like he's kind of already bored with the sport. You know, yeah. he, he's won the tournament, I think, once. Been in the finals three times or two or three. I think he's two, won it. Hasn't he won it twice? Has he won, it, he won twice. it twice? Maybe he's won it twice. But he's been there three times, I believe. I remember he... Oh, he's been there quite a few times. Yeah. But I think that... So, see, that, that tournament, though... And this is one of the things we'll get into when we're going to talk about our awards and stuff, because a lot of things that I go, I base off is got people that are active. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you're active and you know, one of the things you look at, you know, Larissa Pacheco, four fights in 2023. Okay. Well that that's great, but it does take it out of you, especially when it's back to back years and mm-hmm. you're having four fights, four fights, four fights, man, that's a lot. And it does wear you down. So I can understand where he needs the break, you know, to, you know, get away from that tournament aspect. The tournament kills you. It's not yeah. easy. People think, oh, oh that's no, no different. No, it is. It, it, there's a difference to it. It's a well, bitch. So it, their tournament kills you. Yes. They don't start until March and they want to wrap it up by November. That's not a long yeah. time. Yeah. You know, that's, oh. that's, I mean, if you were to start, if you were to have your Brutal. first fight in January, then you gave them rest until March, April, May, maybe April, end of April, early May. They got their second fight in. They could do their next fight, or you know, what do you what like uh, around October? Then do their next fight, or September? Do their next fight in September? Then do their next one after that if they get to the finals. You know, they're in the finals in say December. Do their year end show, stretching it out over that time. Now I know you're going to have problems, um, based on that fighters get sometimes hurt, but at least they have time to recover. They have time to, to see a doctor and see if like maybe there's adjustments we can make. Whether they get stem cells, whether they get PRP, whether they get treatments, whatever it is, a quick surgery sometimes might be able to get thrown in there if it's like a, uh, you know, on the hand or something like that, real quick. I don't know, something. A little meniscus tear. Yeah, exactly. Something you only need a month off, month and a half off, and then you can come back and that. start training. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, that's a good fight. That's a good fight. Thank you. Ray Cooper's got good takedowns himself. He's got good takedown defense. He does gas. Brandon Ward doesn't gas. He just keeps going forward. Got big power in his hands. Ray Cooper's got big power in the hands. I know that Brendan Ward would, he'd probably wrestle a tiny bit in exchanges if he got hurt. The rest of the time, yeah. he's banging. Yeah. Banging. He's banging. I love the, the guy. brawl. Yep. I love it. I love I'm, well, To see where you're, he has come you're, from. You're a little bit jealous that you didn't think of this one. No, 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 no. Because I'm going to go right now just to outdo you. I'm going to go with the heavyweights. <laughs> I'm going to go with the heavyweights. All right. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Because of um, because of the words of Nemkov going up to heavyweight, I got him and Ferreira fighting. I got Nemkov versus Ferreira fighting. That's a All that's right. a banger. They're both gonna you know Nemkov. He could wrestle. I think he would. I think he would if he did wrestle. Would be able to get him down. And if once he did get him down, he'd probably be able to dominate the fight. But this, on this, the feet, this is a great fight. The speed, the power. You got to help me with the other name. Uh, well, oh. um. Fahar. Fahar. Ren of Fahar. So it's R E N A N. Yeah. 
R E A R E N A N. Yeah. Got it. Is it, it's Henry. Right there. Henry, right? Got it. Yeah. And it's F E R R E I R A. I believe. There you go. Yep. <clears throat> there you go. Yep. That's it. The size of him. Mm. What is he? That's six, a problema. Yes. <laughs> this, he's got power. He's got athleticism. He is. I mean, the size of him just is so. He's Thirty-four years old. Twelve and three. Speed's gonna kill him though. Speed. The speed of Nemkov. But will Nemkov still have the same type of speed though at heavyweight? Well, yeah, he'll be faster. Uh, I, I think he'll compared be to them, compared he's to them, not, yes, he's. He, but he, he, walks, around, he is walks around. Like yeah. he walks around at two forty. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, maybe more. Okay, two forty-five. Remember we talked about it that one day, and he was. Two, yeah. He said he was two forty-two or something. Yeah. So like he walks around it that way. So he, his speed's not going to go away if he yeah. fights it that way. So. His speed's going to be there. The length is going to be something because you know, like six eight to six foot, mm-hmm. yeah. And 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 let's be honest, Nemkov's taller than six foot. Yeah. Yeah. Have that oh, absolutely. There. He's absolutely. taller. He's six two. Yeah. But I do agree with you in that if it's on the feet, it's a it's a good matchup. But mm-hmm. I think the speed is going to give Fajer some problems. Mm-hmm. He's going to have a hard time touching. I mean, he's got the length, but the in and out movement because Nemkov uses his kicks really well. Mm. He does. So the kicks that he uses, that's going to give Heenan some problems. And if it goes to the ground, mm-hmm. I don't see. Uh, it's not that Heenan Ferreira doesn't have a ground game. It's just it's not very dynamic. No, it's especially not. Especially if he's on his back, he's in trouble. Mm-hmm. If he's in, in the top position, he's fine because he can yeah. control and he can do some damage. He's a big dude. It's a good matchup. It's one that I'm not too sure that Ferreira is ready for. So I would agree with you on I would I would agree. Like in terms of that a little bit. The only reason I kind of put this fight together is because you know that Ryan Bader is going to try and wrestle him. You're gonna he's gonna try to wrestle yeah, uh because he's smart. Yes. Yeah. Ryan's Nemkov, not a dumb guy. Nemkov may he may wrestle early. I don't think he'll wrestle too long. He also though doesn't want to he's the type of guy because he doesn't wrestle all the time he can't afford to be stuck underneath him trying to get the takedowns against the fence and so he'll minimize how much he wrestles and he'll start to and he'll start to strike a little bit more so we'll see more striking out of Nemkov than we would Ryan Bader and that's why I put this fight together more yeah. so than the Ryan Bader and uh Fahara fight I like but it I, though but I like it's the fact that Nemkov's going up to heavyweight he's a big kid he's He's got the size, he's still he's young. Got the speed. He's still young, 31 years old. He's going to take that speed, like you were saying, up to the heavyweight division. He will be the faster fighter. The, look, the only thing is, though, is that when you're dealing with – we saw him got – he got dropped by Enkliskis with a nice, yep. clean shot, sat Who's down, the, who? came back, and won the fight. And if I was going to compare someone, look, Enkliskis fights at light heavyweight, mm-hmm. but he balloons the way up when yeah. he, you know, and you talk about a huge individual, and mm-hmm. the length of him – for a portion of that fight, gave Nemkov some problems, and like that's what I'm. That, and, and for him to have to deal with someone who hits as hard as Fahara, that's that's that can be dangerous. I mean, like he is susceptible. He is able to be hit. Nemkov is he going up to heavyweight? You know, those heavyweights always have power. It's going to be a problem. There, it's yeah. it could potentially with heavyweights could always go the opposite way. Always. Oh yeah. So it makes for a for me it makes for an interesting fight. Plus, I had to throw the heavyweights in there because 
You know the heavyweights don't get enough love. Because you you don't give them any love ever. Them, I never give them any love. Ever. Never. But the, the, <laughs> but Nebkov going up to heavyweight does interest me, especially against this monster right here. So, good fight. All what right. you got for me, John? All right, my next one on the list is a man that came over to the PFL. He had a good season. Not what he wanted, but Shane Burgos hmm. is now at 155. Shane Burgos loves to be on his feet. He loves to be striking. He will go to the ground, but he's going to definitely want to go to the ground against the man I'm going to put him against, who is Alexander Shabley. Mm. Shabley against Burgos. That would be a phenomenal fight. Both guys are just snipers in different ways. One, one, one's a, an EOD technician, a guy that you know throws bombs, the hurricane, and one is a guy, man, he will pick you apart from a distance that you can't touch him. I think it's a great matchup. I think it is a great matchup. I want to clarify this though. Are we not? Are we doing now that they're all under the PFL banner? I just did fights. Yeah, okay, that's it. So okay, okay. I, I wasn't sure if you were saying that. Like, I wasn't sure if we were because we were going on the right track of of Bellator versus PFL. No, I, I've, it's all I've under seen, the same now. Yeah, well, it's all under okay. the same thing as okay. PFL. That's okay. the way I look at it. Okay. So, um, no, I like this fight a lot. I like this fight a lot. I did something very similar, uh, but with somebody else just from the Bellator side against, against Shabley. So I'll talk about that in a sec. Shane Burgos, he, the wrestling won't be there to take Alexander Shabley down. The speed and the sniperness of, of Shabley is going to be too much. Um, As, well, it's going to make Burgos have to be the hurricane. He's got to, he's going to have to get a little wild, a little bit dirty, a little bit crazy to put shots on Shabley. This guy's operating on all cylinders, man. Shabli is. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, it's going to be, I think what you're going to see is it's going to be difficult, and we've seen this and said this before about other fighters that come into new organizations. This is considered, this will be a new kind of organization for the Bellator fighters. The same crew, the same familiarity of the, the people that work in the back, gone. I mean, we don't even know if the, the what, what going to be there or not. So, but you know what I mean? Like, no, but I'm saying though is for the fighters to come in, it's always difficult when there's new people around you, new people telling you and directing you where to go. There won't be any Burt Watts in the back. No, I think MJ may or may not be part. MJ's there. Okay. So MJ, that'll be nice. Kogan's there. Jane's there. So you, at least you have the pillars that are kind of there. That they would, the fighters would go to talk to. They will be there, but all the other people that are helping around may or may not be there. And so um, this fight has, I could see maybe some potential upsets. I just think that Shavli is just so good. He's, I put him, in, I put him probably, I was, I was on the border of putting him as like a breakout fighter of the year, but he hadn't won the tournament yet. And so I didn't, but I, he is just coming to his own. He had the knockout over Brent Primus. I mean, just, just just dismantled uh Patricky. Like he's just done it all. The guy's on fire. He and I've trained with him. I know how good he is. I know how good his takedown defense is. I know how how fast he is. All those things. Shane, like you said, is gonna have to put the pressure, throw big shots, try to catch him in the exchanges and get him out of there. He's just so good defensively when he's circling out. He's good all the way around. Shabli yep. is. He's gonna be a problem. He's he's gonna be a problem for anybody. I mean not surprised. This is a good fight, though, John. But I'm going to go ahead and do the same. I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and just talk about this fight then anyway, since you just brought up Shabley. I'm going to slide Burgos out, and I'm going to slide AJ McKee in. Ah. And, yeah. Yeah. Ah. What do you mean, though? 
Uh, I, mean, I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. It's. It's like you have this opportunity to to have these crossovers that because these guys are not now they're not they're all the same thing no matter what. But I'll, I'll give you. You're right. I think AJ against Shabli is a great fight. It's a different fight. Yeah. And I mean, you're in that position with Shabli. Mm-hmm. He's problems for everyone now. AJ. Likes to be in the stand-up. Will, how much wrestling will he use? Because he's going to have to... He at least has to put Shabley in the position where Shabley has to deal with his wrestling. Mm-hmm. Shabley has got to be in that position where he fears that AJ is going to be shooting basically at any time. Mm-hmm. That will help AJ stand up. It will help AJ in the uh, in the fight. If AJ went out there and tried to fight this like he was going to just outstrike Shabley trouble big time trouble aj's too open at times aj's got some power in his hands he got good kicks but shabley is too clean technically he is hard to hit he's hard to hit clean and so but it's a good fight i like it i like it well i look at i can't take and, and no offense against shane burgos but i can't take alexander shabley who's in the finals against usman Nurmagomedov, and slide him in against shane burgos shane's a good fighter I, I get it, but I look at AJ is considered to be the you know, former champion, cream of the crop. Shabley should be fighting next for the lightweight world title in the, in the lightweight world Grand Prix. Hopefully they finish that tournament. AJ should have been in there. They should have fought actually on that side of the bracket. It was supposed to be the two of them because yep, they, yep. they wanted AJ, they wanted AJ and Usman in the finals. If it did make it that far, this yep. fight was supposed to happen. It never did. And so um, I wanted to see that fight. To me, that was the fight that I was looking at the most. Outside of if they both made Usman and AJ made it to the finals, this was the fight that I was looking to looking forward to the most was Shabley versus AJ McKee. Yeah, this is one we talked about. Yep, we because, talked about this is like ooh, when, when that if that one because the real question was okay, Shabley had Mosayev, and Mosayev is dangerous in the feet and stuff. So if Mosayev, you know. Uh, he was able to get past Mosiah. That put him in a position with AJ against Pitbull. If AJ was able to get past Pitbull, it put Shabley and AJ mm-hmm. in that bracket. And that would have been a great fight. So, well, I look you're at just, you're, just, you're just using like past history here. I understand yeah. it. I understand it. Well, that's what I was supposed to do, right? Just, you know, use my use my small little brain there and put together <laughs> great scenarios. That's what I've done. That's what I've done. Look, AJ. AJ against Patricky, it didn't interest me. AJ versus uh, Mosayev, I think AJ would have been able to take him down, control him, top position, and get in, get out as fast as he is. Shabley's takedown defense is enough to give AJ some problems where AJ doesn't want to waste his tank on it. Also on the feet, Shabley's the more clean striker. Doesn't mean that AJ is not the faster, longer, rangier fighter that can get in and get out and kind of touch him with some things. And AJ is different in di- his dynamic is different in how he strikes. He... He, punches will come from different angles that Shabby wouldn't be used to. So that this fight here, I would like to see it maybe in a co-main, say five round or something. I want to see a five round fight. This is capable of being a main event somewhere. Oh you yeah, know what I mean, absolutely. No, so this is this is a great fight. Anything to do with AJ or Shabby, either one of these guys, main event fighters for sure. When That's when what? when PFL bought the roster, this is what they bought right here. They bought oh, these yeah. two guys. I mean, these are just two of many. They bought a lot more than that. But I'm saying they they mainly bought for these two fighters. This is when when you get into the whole thing with, you know, and there was the clips of Dana going, you know, well, you know, it's stupid. You know, no, 
This is what you yeah. almost had and you knew. And I agree with you. You know, you could have had this and it's like, damn it. <laughs> so it's all good. Well, I think if you if you threw Shabley right in the mix, I think he'd be he'd be right up there in the top two or three right away. Oh yeah. In the UFC. I believe it. No doubt. Top about two or three. No you could put him and Gaethje or him and Poye. Oh. Fuck. Sign me up, man. I'd love yeah. to see that fight. Those guys. They just they box they just yeah, box see, each other they, years him off. and Poirier they train together all the time. This is true. Yes, this so, is true. I'd like to see that fight. Each other. Yeah. I know, but I still right. like to see it, John. I'll just I go like watch Poirier in there at ATT. It's, I'm I am proud of you. Yes, I uh, did you, my work. You, you've done something. You've actually paid attention. Mm -hmm. You've come up with some decent ideas. I kind of um, like this. this is good. <laughs> I can't pat you on the back too hard, aren't you? I mean, so, okay, so far, go, my card's go. kicking your card's ass. That's what it's oh, doing. Oh, shit. You're lying <laughs> like a son of a bitch. You guys down there in the comments, go ahead. Let's go. Let me know. Let me know. Go ahead. All right. My it. next one. We have a guy that has turned his career into something that could be. We're just waiting for the next step, and it's going to be special. Aaron Pico mm. taking on Brendan Lochnane in the 145-pound division. Aaron Pico against Brendan Lockney. Right now you're going, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah, Oh, yeah. You know, That's a goodie. Right was, there. Good fight. I did. We're talking. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. But, John, my only thing is, though, with that fight, and they're, yeah. both, they're both 45 pounders. Yes. I know. But I stood next to, <laughs> I got a picture standing next to him. <laughs> this kid is not a 45 pounder. Oh, yes, he is. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, what, and that's, what you, that's part of the intrigue of this yes. fight. Because Pico is tiny. You stand, I stand next to Pico. Pico is not a big 145. That's why when people say, oh, well, he fought 155. Dude, I don't know. He shouldn't have. Aaron Pico is not <laughs> he shouldn't a have big frame guy. No. But Brendan Lochnane is. Brendan Lochnane is a big 145er. He's got power in his hands. He likes to stand and brawl. Pico, obviously, has got great stand-up. Brendan's very good at yeah. stopping the takedowns. I don't know if he can stop Aaron no. Pico's takedowns. Okay, that's the whole point. And how effective will he be in that attempt to stop it? Because he's going to be putting shots on him. Look, there, there's one thing I know. Brendan Lochnane is just a tough some bitch. Mm -hmm. So is Aaron Pico. You know, I love both of these guys, and I think this would be a phenomenal matchup. I think Brennan Lochnan is one of my favorite fighters in the PFL. Hands yep. down, one of my favorite fighters to watch. Um, especially now after hanging out with him, meeting him at um at uh an autograph yeah, signing that we did. Yeah, signing we yeah. did. Great person, fun to be around. Aaron Pico, I've known for the longest time since he was, I don't know, 14, 15, something like that. Cheeks. And um Jeez. just just a good kid. All around good kid and um doing a great job as being a father, doing a great job as being a fighter. Let's not forget where he, when this whole thing started off, John, where Aaron Pico's lifted himself up off the ground, off of his, like, lift him up, lift himself up off of his bootstraps, that kind of bullshit. Yep. Yep. He literally did. People oh, yeah. were crushing him all over the media, all over, and he just, he made some life, he made some life changes. He lived in the LA area his whole life and just up and move. And go to Albuquerque and find a new home and attach himself to great coaches and just realize this is where I want to be and this is what I want to do. That says a lot about his character, man. He is he's 100% driven and focused. 
the wrestling well, a, go ahead you gotta get you gotta, gotta go up with this what says a lot about his character and you said it he went there with to great coaches both brandon gibson mm-hmm. you know you're taking a look at mike winkle john works in them a little bit not as much and greg jackson you talk to brandon or you talk to greg they love yeah aaron pico mm-hmm. they go Man, you can't ask for anything better. I, dude, I will, I will, I will go over broken glass for this guy. That's what tells you yeah. exactly what Aaron Pico is. Because Aaron Pico is that guy that look, no one's gonna outwork him. No one's gonna outwork him. No. It's a matter of he just needs direction. Put him in that direction. Show him what he needs to do, and he's gonna end up being good at it. And they know what they have. John, you and I talked about this before, is that um, certain people are workers. You and I are workers. We enjoy working. Like, I I don't, obviously, as I get older, I don't enjoy it as much, but, like, (laughs) I like to, I don't, I I actually really enjoy working hard. You want me to go out there and dig a ditch? I'm like, I'll fight you tooth and nail, but I'm like, once I get out there, once I break a sweat, fucking don't stop me now. I'm like, what's the point? I'm going to dig you. Yeah, I'm I'm already there. And so, and that's, that's no different. That translates right into the, the jiu-jitsu room, the wrestling room, all of those things in the, in the, in the cage, in the ring, whatever it is you're training in that translate. Aaron Pico is that person. Look, you tell me or show me in the direction in which I got to go. I'm going to give you 150%, 200%. I'm going to go as hard as possibly, as hard as possibly I can. And I'm going to try to beat everyone around me. I'm going to try and outperform them. I'm going to try and push myself to the point where I'm trying to beat myself. You know, I break myself down. I mean, he is that type of kid. And I love uh, his intensity. Like I said, he's gone through a lot. When he first came into the sport. Well, he ended up having a four, uh, 500 record. I think he was four and four at one time. You know, somewhere around there it was either two and two or four and four, I believe. Because he was trying to fight it light, light, uh, lightweight. Didn't work out. Then he tried to, then he went down to 45. Kind of struggled a little bit there too. Because he wasn't fighting smart. Made some changes. Uprooted himself and his wife. And then they went to uh, to Albuquerque, went there, had a baby. Like all these things play a factor. This kid is laser focused on what he wants. He wants to have horses. He wants to spend time with his son. The, he wants to train. That's it. That's his. The, that's his life. That's yeah. it. And he loves it. And I'm looking forward to seeing. He's 27, man. I can't believe he's younger than AJ McKee. Yeah. Like to see what he's done. Over all that stuff that happened early in his career and people bashing on him and just saying, you know, and all these things. I mean, I was I was hard on him because I'm like, look, stop letting so many people get in your ear. Just be you. F- focus on your training. Focus on getting better. So, look, okay, it, but you, you got to look and say when you're 20 years old. Yeah. It's tough. Well, John, tough, you know, man. it's funny. He came out to me, not the last fight, but the fight what was the last. No, it was the fight before his last. And he's like, man, I wanted just to apologize. We were in Hawaii. We were in the Hawaii card. He's like, I want to apologize for it to you and just, you know, talk to you about it and uh, let you know that, you know, it's just, uh, he, cause I had said some things. I'm like, look, you got to focus on this and focus on that. Don't worry about, you know, what's going on over here and here and here. Focus on just you training, you know, maybe for you to get out of, you know, LA. I didn't know he was going to go to, to Craig Jackson's, but good job. Good job on his part. That's life, life changing. And he made that decision. That's a hard decision. For me to uproot my family from California to move him to Texas, life changing. John, sure John just moved his family everywhere. Just this, this was, <laughs> and everywhere he went, he found a new a new favorite team. You know, with the Raiders, <laughs> then the Tennessee Titans. I mean, but um, What's wrong with that? Come on. good on him. This yeah. is a great fight. Sorry, I got sidetracked. Great fight. 
Aaron Pico, love him. Brandon Lochnane, gonna be gonna be a great fight. I don't know if Brandon Lochnane can stop the takedowns though. But we'll see. And that ground and pound, Pico's got power in his hands, but that ground and pound, he's getting better with it every single time I see him fight. Yeah. Good for him. Yep. Yep. Uh, you know, my next fight is just because I want to put him in here. And I know that the other fighter, even though he won the PFL at 205, but I want to see Johnny Eblen versus Impa. And the reason being is, is that Impa should be an 85 pounder. And I just, yeah. I want to see the PFL do something with Johnny Eblen. No different than I want to see them do something with Patchy Mix. You have, <laughs> you have a crew. We just proved the tournament was one of the most exciting tournaments the Bellator's had at the 135 pound division. Patchy Mix deserves to be there. Create a division for him, whatever it is you want to do. But do something with that. Johnny Eblen, no different. I like that they have Derek Brunson. That's at 185. You've got Cooper if he wants to go and stay at 185. You've got Impa who Brandon should be Ward. down. Yeah, I get the Brandon Ward thing. I actually, <laughs> I'm, I actually wanted to go back down to 70, Cooper. I think he's way better there. He just needs a break, yeah. I think. Like, yeah, I agree with you. But I think Impa at 205, he, I mean, I'm sorry, but guys like Corey Anderson are going to run him over. They're yes. going to they're gonna truck I actually, him. I actually thought about putting it, looking at that fight, and I was like, mm -hmm. it's not a good fight. You know, and I, fight? Was, I, I this, was looking at here. No, Corey oh, Anderson against Cor Impa. I actually I looked at it. it, and I was like, it's just not a good fight. I couldn't do it. I couldn't put I, him I, against Nemkov. I couldn't put him I'm against sorry Corey. sorry to say that with Impa, just no. style-wise, you look at that, and you go, that's, that's not an, it's just not an easy fight for him to win. But this is an easy yeah. fight for him to no, win. No, it's not an easy fight for him at all, but I had to get Johnny Eblen in here. We've had Johnny on our show. I love him. the The fact that these that that there hasn't been enough talk about. Hey, are you guys going to create PFL? Are you going to create the 185 pound division? Are you going to create the 135? They They've not been clear on this. And this, yeah, you, have, you you got to look and be honest. Right now, they don't have it in their tournament. Okay, yeah, that's fine. The best thing the best thing that happened with with that you know takeover of Bellator for them is. They have the right to do whatever. You know, everything's yeah. not about the tournament. They have all these branches mm -hmm. that they're talking about. And look at what, what we're talking about with our cards are basically, you know, these are their, you know, pay-per-view card or their, you know, special, special, you know, you know, focus on these fights card, whatever mm -hmm. it is. I don't care. You have the ability to make great matchups yeah. with the roster that you have. And yes, you, you don't want Johnny Eblen sitting. No, Johnny Eblen needs to be fighting, and Johnny Eblen needs to be fighting regularly. And you have a guy like Impa. Yeah, he didn't win the the one eighty five tournament. He won the two hundred five. Yeah, but he can go back down. I'm sure. And he was he was talking. Impa was talking about going up to heavyweight, fighting freaking Francis. So he'll fight anybody. He is. Yeah. He's that guy. He doesn't care. He just wants to fight. I look at this. That's a great matchup. The one eighty five champion from Bellator against the 205 tournament winner in the pfl yeah not bad i liked it because i was i was actually i was i was looking at Corey and i was like i can't do it <laughs> yeah i, I tried i tried i was like okay look nemkov he's gonna go to heavyweight because if i was to put nemkov against impa just would steamroll him it'd be fucking christian okoye running dudes over just yeah. nigerian nightmare bam just i mean nemkov would truck him same thing with Corey. They Corey trucks him too. And I'm not trying to knock him. He's just not no. a big. He's not a big. He's, he's not a huge frame. He's not a huge frame. He's got big. He's got a lot of muscle, but he's not oh, a yeah. huge frame. It's like yeah. the Bray Cooper going from 70 to 85. Cooper yeah. should be at 70. He's just thick and stout like a lot of Hawaiians. And um, got those big legs. He's got the big legs. 
But I look at Johnny Eblen and Impa as being a more entertaining fight. Uh, on the feet, there's a little danger there because Impa's got power. Um, the wrestling, though, of Johnny Eblen and the speed of Johnny Eblen is going to give Impa some problems. And the I, way think that- Impa, I think Impa's is as fast as Johnny. You don't think so? Impa's fast. I think, okay, speed. so let's let's talk about speed then. So then the speed, I agree with you. On the first one-two combination, they're the same speed. But the way of yeah. putting it all together, Impa is as fast a, when he explodes one and two. And as, it, as the, if the fight goes on, yep. one of them holds that, one of them doesn't hold it. Yep. And the combinations of one-two, Impa and, and Johnny are the same speed. But as Johnny throws three, four, five, six, not the same speed anymore. Impa loads up throws heavy slows down as the fight goes on those type of things so I, I look at i look at this fight i was trying to include johnny evelyn because the 185 pound division needs to get some love you got gay guard there you got him there i mean like you got uh fabian edwards there those are three very entertaining exciting fighters you also got Austin, Derek brunson there now brunson there now you know austin vanderford i'd like to see austin vanderford and Derek brunson that's i just threw that in there real quick just we'll move on though look move on don't get sidetracked don't there's get so sidetracked. many things so don't many ways sidetracked. i'm telling you guys look i get excited with it I like it. Greg Savage, give us a call, man. We can help you do yeah, your job. We'll help you. All we'll make time. it easy for you. Make it easy. We know these guys. We know these guys. Uh, That's that was that was me trying to get Eblin in there. Give me give me uh, another fight. Who you got? All right, my, well, it's the main event now. Are we do a five because UFC has six fights on their main card these days. Well, you didn't say Whatever. that. Okay, you it's said okay. Five it's okay. Card. It's okay. Five. What are you it's talking okay. now? Man? Five. Let's go five. We we'll go five. If you want to, if you want to do that, I'll give you. I did a, extra. I, I did extra I credit. I did extra credit. <laughs> All right, it's the fight that uh, we have talked about in the past. It has to, and I, I feel bad about this fight for one thing: Larissa Pacheco. Okay, Larissa Pacheco has done everything that she is supposed to do. Yeah, she is the champion. She was the she she beat Kayla Harrison, was the first person to beat Kayla, and became the 155 pound lightweight champion a year ago. She steps down, goes and wins the 145 pound weight class. She does everything that you're supposed to do. And I'm still not going to put her in this fight. And it's only because this fight between Cyborg and Kayla Harrison. I got to take, I got to take Larissa. And I'm sorry, Larissa, you deserve this fight. You deserve it as much as anyone, but based upon just already marketing and hype and things that have come about, I don't give a shit what you said. Sell out. This is a great fight. And this is a fight people want to see. This is a fight that has got two ladies that have incredible backgrounds, have been phenomenal in the cage. Christine Justino Cyborg against Kayla Harrison. That is my main event for my PFL card. Go ahead. Try Dave, to break it down. Dave, there's, there's a thing on our page where we put up like a poll. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would like to see if we were to put up that poll, who would who would they prefer Cyborg fight Harrison, um, uh, Kayla Harrison, Harrison or or Pacheco? Pacheco. That should okay. be a poll. I like that, and and I but, actually and, and, and this is the this is the whole thing. I feel, dude, as I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm sitting there going, man, Larissa is their champion. She deserves it. I know, and I I said it in the past, and I said it. On our podcast, I think I said, oh, no, I, I think I did a tweet to Don Davis saying, man, don't don't disrespect your champion. She she went out there and said, you got to look and say, that's the fight. But yet here you are disrespecting her. I know I'm such a damn turncoat. <laughs> it's unbelievable. But I look at it and I go, 
but they've gosh. they actually look at he went out and he he you know put out these you know hey i'll pay you this and this is the fight if you're looking at it you gotta say all right and and the only th- the only the only thing that i have on my side with this mm-hmm. is kayla harrison has two wins against larissa pacheco okay two wins yeah two wins against her and that's why i'll say okay she gets the shot at cyborg she's been the one that has been calling cyborg out larissa really has not you know she's the one that's been trying to push for this fight she she did you know and, and she look at i love the way kayla did it she goes you know yeah i'm calling her out because i respect her hmm. i respect her skills and i want to fight against the very best and that's what you need man that's what i I love the way Kayla Harrison has been trying to get this fight. I think that, you know, at this point, you can't let Cyborg, you know, Cyborg is in phenomenal condition. She takes care of herself. She does everything you can do. 38 years old. That's getting up there. You know, when does it fall off? And so this is the fight to make. It is Cyborg versus Harrison. Put that one down. It's going to happen. Uh, your your justification though is trash. Oh, bullshit! Bullshit. <laughs> she, she beat her twice before. Well, I'm sorry, but you're only as good as your last fight. Your la- <laughs> and not your last fight wasn't Larissa Pacheco, but it was your second to last fight. I don't know, John. Yeah. I just nah, I'm good. Not as a main event. <laughs> Look, I love okay. Cyborg. I love Kayla Harrison. Right now, I think the loss of Bet- uh, Larissa Pacheco it, it affected this fight. Okay, just, then you it, better have Larissa Pacheco on your next fight. I then. don't. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't have them on the card. You're so pathetic. I don't. I don't have. And I love both of them. I love both. Of them. I love. You, I want to see Larissa Pacheco. You're fight, just but. like taking and just throwing. No, women I'm not. Side. I'm not. No, no, no. I'm what not. A, what a misogynist. But, but I will say this. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> for my for my main event though is it, going to be fireworks. It's okay. going to be fireworks. 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 Well, you're talking. But it's going to be a fun fight, and guys that are both at one at one seventy. Is I've got Jason Jackson versus Sadabusi. Okay, be- why? Okay, so, all right. So here's my question. Uh huh. You're sitting there giving me shit about <laughs> oh Larissa Pacheco beat <laughs> Harrison in her last yes. fight. Yes. Well, if you look at Sadabusi, who yeah. I really like, yes, who just beat him? Yeah, but John, this is why I did who six fights. Who just beat this him? This is why I did six fights. This is why I did. This is why I did my homework. This is why I there's put together a guy six fight named cards. Magomed Magomed Karamov, yeah. who just beat him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that should be the fight, and this is why but I. But I'm going to go with your. One. I'm going to go with your argument. I was going to say okay. Jason Jackson against Karamov, but I was like, ah, you just can't. I, I, they've already kind of put that out. I'm going to go too, with so your I'm not argument. Just do that crap fight. I'm going to go with your argument. Go ahead. Okay. Is that the better fight for the fans in terms of entertainment? It's not Kayla Harrison versus Cyborg. Oh, yeah, it is. It's Pacheco. No way. Pacheco versus Cyborg is a way better for fight. For the fans? For the fans. Absolutely. You're crazy. You're going to tell me that you Kayla Harrison. You your mind. Kayla Harrison trying to get takedowns is going to be more exciting than Pacheco just standing in front of Cyborg and exchanging. You're out of your damn mind. She's going to try to get this fight to the ground. Kayla Harrison. She If You're she right. doesn't. She is. That's all that's going to happen. It's she gonna, she's going to get <laughs> in a lot of trouble. Happen. That's all that's going to happen. <laughs> Pacheco will happen. stand. She we will see a repeat a little bit of Pacheco the Pacheco has a better chance on the feet than Kayla Harrison, no doubt. You're right. Well, Pacheco's not going to try to take Cyborg down. She's going to stand yeah, with she her. Will. Uh, yeah, she would. She maybe a, t- yeah, like a, a half ass shot. Kayla Harrison's going to be trying her 
her ass off. She, like her life depended on it to get her to the ground. Again, you just went and just you talked crap about Kayla Harrison. I put together the fight. The fight. John, don't and switch now the you argument. Take the guy that lost. I'm taking the lost. best fight. I'm taking In the best fight the and finals. putting it together. For the, the Karamoff, to for the fans. To Magomed Karamoff. And instead, fans. you put him against John Jason Jackson. John, I'm putting the best fight together for the fans. Okay? Did you not see that the PFL already put Jason Jackson and Magomed Karamoff good. In a That's good. off together? That's good. Did That's you good. not see that? I, I did. I did. I actually, I, okay. look, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it. But I'm saying for the fans, this Adebusi and the Jason Jackson fight to me is a better fight. Now, to rebuttal what you just said, my sixth fight was Magomed Karamov versus Amosov. That, to me, okay. was a good fight. So that's what I did, was I switched the two of them, huh? Disqualified. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Just, just straight up. Disqualified. <laughs> yeah. But, that's, but, so that, but look, I look at Pacheco versus Cyborg. My argument against you was that fight for the fans is a better, more entertaining fight. They will stand and bang and they will trade. Pacheco will try to maybe get a takedown or two, but she's not going to waste her time chasing after it. She's not going to put a lot of energy behind it. She believes in her stand-up. She thinks that she can stand with Cyborg. She's got the power to stand with Cyborg. She's got got good power. You know, she she can get her head offline a little bit more than she did last fight. There you go. You know, she can. I think she's got a good chance of maybe getting the upset. Look, Sinead Kavanaugh was able to touch cyborg she hit her with yeah. a good shot right before she got knocked out but <laughs> <laughs> but john you got it you gotta yeah, say she did she hit her with a shot that did not yeah. do anything other it, than set cyborg up to throw a freaking right hand yeah. that put her away but my point I is though, but look if the, that's when you know that you've gotten to cyborg is when she fights back harder look at what the but, amanda nunez fight Very but similar. again what but what you're saying and you're you're absolutely right is the Sinead Kavanaugh fight is the perfect fight to look at for Larissa Pacheco because Sinead, many times when she's fighting someone and she's under control, she's got head movement. She has zero head movement in that fight. Her head was right down the center line. And Larissa Pacheco's is right down the center yeah. line many times. And so I kind of look at it. It's going to be the same thing. You you put your, you get into that firefight, you, you're looking at trouble. So yeah. I love Larissa Pacheco. And she's dynamite. Mm-hmm. But it should be the killer Harrison. But how good is this fight? Jason Jackson versus It's a Sabu. good fight. It's a good it's fight. It's a good fight. It's fan a good favorite? Fight, like, like it's a fan favorite type fight. This is a really good fight. I like this fight. Uh I think I'm just being honest. Sadabusi is in a hard position in this fight. His wrestling has gotten way better. And Jason Jackson has got good stand up and he'll stand with Sadabu for a lot of this fight, but Jason Jackson is not dumb, and Jason Jackson will look for the takedown when the mm-hmm. opportunity comes, and when he gets it, he'll get that takedown. And on the ground, there's no comparison between the two. Yeah, but it's a good. I, I Sadabu C is exciting because he's he reminds me of MVP without quite as much flash. Mm. Yeah. Fights a more normal style, but he's he's got the same frame, you know, and he's got the spinning attacks and stuff. He's good. He's fun to yeah. watch. And his wrestling has gotten so way better. Yeah. Good fight. Yeah, it is a good fight. All right. Well, that wraps up our Bellator PFL combination fight card. No, whatever that's just it is. PFL. Just PFL. Just PFL. We're just going to call it just PFL. That's the PFL. Um, so that wraps up that. And uh, we're going to move on to the UFC fight card that we're doing. Matchmakers. John and I are the matchmakers for the UFC now. Okay, I mean, 
Look, I'm sorry, Hunter Sean. Campbell, Sean, you guys, <laughs> come on, come to us. Mick, let us know if I you guys apologize. need some help. Yes, yeah. if you guys need some help, let us know, okay? Well, hey, guys, before we get started on this new uh, card, I want you guys to go to OnlyFans.com slash Wayne In. OnlyFans.com slash Wayne In. Subscribe to us over there. It is free. I'm going to do a live show this week just to make sure that you guys get a little extra content during this holiday time. Make sure you guys subscribe to us. It's free. Go over there. Set up your profile. Follow us. We have extra content there at OnlyFans.com slash Wayne In. I'm going to do this extra show there this week just for you guys have extra content, make sure you guys don't miss it. Now, I want to make sure, like, everyone knows that, like, everyone, I, I stepped away from, same thing I kind of did a little bit with the uh, with the PFL cards, is I stepped away from putting together the matchups that we kind of already know, or we kind of already, everyone's already been talking about. I stepped away from that, and I put together what I thought would be very interesting, but fun fights. <clears throat> there are two fights as the main event and co-main event that I, I went a little bit of, Outside, uh, kind of with kind of the trend of where it's headed, but not really, it couldn't be locked Sided. down yet. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. not signed yeah. yet, but kind of the trend of where it could yeah. head potentially. But then the, the fights before that, though, were things that I've wanted to see for a long time, yeah. and um, and I thought would be good fights. So, uh, let me you, let you, you started off, you started off the last card, I'll start off this card. Let's go. Okay, so I'm gonna go because Colby Covington's such a big name these days. I'm going to go with Colby Covington to start off and open up the fight card. Boy, you're gonna, opening up with a boring fight. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm going to go Colby Covington versus uh, Sean Brady. I, I want to see Sean Brady, but I just don't think that Colby wants to fight someone that young, that it, uh, that with that much hype around him, that much confidence. But still, I think for this fight, it would be a fun fight. On the feet, I give the advantage to, to Sean. On the ground, I would give the advantage off on top to Sean Brady. The army guillotine's there. Uh, can Colby get him down? I don't know. Colby, the, on the ground, you got to give the advantage to who's on top. Yes, exactly. Different attacks, though. Yep. Brady mm -hmm. will definitely be looking for the yep. submissions at times. Colby cannot submit Sean Brady. But can Sean Brady, can Sean Brady, if we see not the Colby that we saw last fight, can we see the Colby we saw before who just walks forward, puts pressure? Can Sean handle that type of pressure? It's, How will he fight a, off of his back foot? It's a good question, you know, because, well, let's be honest. We saw how he handled yep. pressure Bilal. like that from Bilal. Didn't handle it well. Yeah. Now, that's in the past, and I'm sure Sean Brady has done things to address that. So the next time that it happens, he has the answers instead of trying to, you know, search for him while the fight's, you know, underway. And so mm -hmm. I, I actually, you know, this is a fight that we kind of talked about before. For Colby, as I said, you know, he doesn't want Sean Brady, and I don't think he does want Sean Brady. No, I think at this point in his career, Sean Brady possesses too many difficult attributes for Colby Covington to deal with. He can wrestle, mm -hmm. his stand up is good, he does have power in his hands, and, and it's Colby's biggest problem is he doesn't possess that, that you know, that next level shifting gears into that next level of power. It's, it's, a, he has enough power to make people go, okay, but not to make them go, uh oh. And that's part of, you know, you know, what he's lacking when I look at him as a fighter. He's got the gas tank. He definitely has the wrestling, but Sean Brady's got both of those too. Yeah. And I look at this, this, in my opinion, this is going to be, you know, if, if this was up there, the odds are going to show that Sean Brady is going to be at least a two to one favorite in this fight. Mm, interesting. 
Really? Yeah. I just look at the style. If you look is, at it and you look at where they're at in their careers. Yeah. A lot of my choice on making this fight was Sean's loss to Bilal was the pressure fighter. Was Bilal was able to walk him down, put pressure, make him feel uncomfortable. He kind of started this fatigue and just started taking shots. Couldn't get the fight to the ground. Colby is known for that, but didn't do it as last fight. If yeah. Colby can do the similar, something similar, would he have success is what I wanted to see. Has Sean fixed that problem? which it looked like he did in his last fight against Kelvin Gaslam. But it's also easy to say he fixed the problem when it was so one-sided. It was very dominant. Yeah, but look who he dominated. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Look who he dominated. I get We're it. not talking about a scrub. No. We're talking no, 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 about no. a guy. Man, he is a freaking tank, a monster, a guy that freaking has been in there with the very best, mm -hmm. you know, and put on unbelievable performances. I, you know... That that performance against Kelvin just said everything I need to know about how Sean Brady, you know, dealt with that loss with mm -hmm. Bilal. Yeah, so. very true, very true. That's my opening fight. Um, it's a good one. It's a yeah, good I, one. I like it. I gave you a little bit of heat for your opening fight last time. It could be this fight could end up being very similar to your opening fight <laughs> last could, time. It could. it could end up being a loser. It could end up oh, being a good fight. But you're gonna see my my opening fight is gonna be one you're gonna go could be fucking phenomenal could be a little bit boring maybe. okay let's see it. all right my opening fight is gonna be a guy who everyone is now questioning exactly where he's at because he was so hot he was so on everyone was riding his coattails we have kamzat chemayev <laughs> taking on bo nickel come on baby you know you love that fight john i I'm not. I'm, I said this the last time I saw him fight. I'm not sold on him yet. Exactly. I'm not sold on Kamzat Chimaev. Everyone's like, exactly. "Oh, you're stupid. You're being a hater." I'm like, "No. Look, I don't care what you guys say. I've been in the fight game a long, long time. Fighters come, fighters go. They explode into the scene, and guess what? Then they linger around for a little bit, hoping to get back on track. And some of them never do, and some have a resurgence." Charles Oliveira is one of the guys that has a resurgence. Oh, yeah. A lot of guys before in the past never did. Melvin Goulart True. never did. He came on like fireworks and then just kind of fizzled out and faded away. And I don't even know where he's at now. You know what I mean? Like, that's no knock on him, but that happens to a lot of fighters. I'm just using him as an example. Kamzat Chemaev, I don't think that's going to happen to him. He's got great wrestling, but he doesn't have the wrestling of Bo Nickel. Different style ah, of wrestling. So it takes away. Yeah. The man's number one strength is now not. Yeah. And that's why it's an interesting fight. Like, Bo Nickel can definitely wrestle with Chimaev. No, there's no doubt about that. If you're going to say who's the better wrestler, it's Bo Nickel. But it's a fight. And I'm going to tell you right now, both of them in the stand-up, both of them have their things that you look and you go, you're doing good there. And both of them have holes. And so I just look at it. 13-0, 5-0. Now you're going to put someone against Chemayev who is absolutely in a position to stop his number one asset. Stop what it is that has made him 13-0. And let's see where you go from that point. And that's why I look at this. This is, the, this is an interesting fight. This is one that should be made. This is one that down the road, I know it'll be made somewhere along the way but it should be made now while they're both undefeated. 
You know you. No, look, you know me. I'm always an advocate for one more fight. I think I know. Yeah, I'm you always, are. And for me, Bo Nickel needs one more fight, maybe even two more. And the reason why I say that is because once you get to that level, you can't go backwards. And if you go backwards, guess what? It's not looking good for you in your career. So that's the thing. When you start going backwards in opponents, that's when it's not looking good for you. And I think Bo has the potential, especially 185 pounds, to be the champion. Oh, yeah. He's just got, they've got a slow play him. I like this fight for him. I think Bo Nickel has the advantage. I think he's got more power than Chemayev on the feet. I think he's got better wrestling than Chemayev. The submissions may not be there. Who knows? Bo, I think he's got some good submissions. I don't know if it's at the level of which Chemayev could uh, take exploit, like in exchanges, in grapple, like in those, well, I be able to catch him certain, in transition. Chemayev is very good on the back. Mm-hmm. He's good at controlling hands. He's good at getting the rear naked choke. He's got, He's got a really good skill set when he gets to your back. Mm-hmm. In the top position, he's more of a ground and pounder. He doesn't really look towards a whole lot of different submission yeah. positions and everything. So I look, this is an interesting fight. This is one that I look at it. It needs to be made. And, and when you sit there and you say, one more fight, I, I understand why you say mm-hmm. it. But Bo Nichols, a guy that was talking about, I want, you know, Adesanya when he had one fight. Mm-hmm. Okay, then he comes to the UFC. He's got two fights and Dana White's contenders. Okay, and I still want him. Okay, well, here's your ticket to get towards him. Go through him. John, uh, football players also want to go back in after a concussion. We we stop them. <laughs> we save them from these things. We okay? save them from those mistakes. From their own mistakes. It's not yes. a, but it's not a mistake because Chemayev, in my opinion, like I, putting putting Bo Nickel against Adesanya. Yeah, the wrestling is definitely there for Bo, but the stand-up of Adesanya is at a different level. It's at a different level than mm-hmm. Bo Nichols. <clears throat> Chemayev's stand-up is not really at a different level than Bo Nichols. They're very similar. They're very close. And so that's why I look and say, you guys are so close in everything. I think both of you have advantages. Let's see who gets who uses those. Because taking away what someone has relied on throughout their career for the most part. Okay. Jemayev has had those fights where he, you know it hasn't gone to the ground and he's got knockouts and stuff. So he's he's got the hands for it too. But he relies on his wrestling, and you know I don't blame him. He's good with it. Rely on it against Bo Nickel. The MMA wrestling is a little bit different. I think Bo will be sure able to is. wrestle with him. I think Jemayev will be able to stuff maybe one or two of the takedowns against Bo. He'll be able to have some success and stuff in some of the takedowns because sure. there'll be striking involved. That will keep yeah. Bo a little bit more Absolutely. loyal to, to uh, to the MMA style of wrestling. <clears throat> you have to tuck his head in positions he doesn't want to put him. You know he won't be able to finish takedown because his head's got to be on one side versus the other, so he doesn't get hit. All yep. of those things make a big difference. Yes, Where yes, I see does. the advantage for Bo Nickel will be as this fight goes on. Will Chamaya be the same fighter in round two and a half? And well, three? we've already seen that. Look, he's he puts out that energy in round one, but round two is never the same. Well, John, the thing is, is in his Burns fight, it was a great fight. It was back and forth. That it was, it was, it was a good fight. But yeah. he was, he was the bigger fighter, and not that they both weighed in at one seventy. I get it, but he was the bigger fighter, and he still got hurt in the third round. Yeah, he got tired in that fight, and then we, then we gave him the excuse it was from cutting all the weight because then he had the mishap afterwards. Now he's at eighty five. Then this excuse was maybe and look, and I we just talked about the Colby Covington and the foot thing. Having a broken hand or anything broken, it affects the way you fight. Absolutely, sure does. I'm not gonna. Sure I'm not gonna disagree with that. But it looked like his cardio happened too. 
He wasn't the same fighter because it looked like it was affecting his conditioning. But that does play with your mental, which then affects your your cardio because you don't believe and then you don't have output and all these other things. Whereas I see with Bo Nickel, he seems like the type of kid that will still be there in the second and he will still be fighting you the same pace that he was in round one, that he will fight you in round three. And so that's where I think the advantage, the the, the clear advantage will be Bo Nickel in rounds two, three, and if it is a five-round fight, rounds four and five. I think that that's where the advantage will lie. Will be Bo Nickel be able to out-wrestle him in rounds two? Maybe not in round one, but he'll be able to threaten the wrestling in round one. Round two, three, four, five, he'll just start controlling the wrestling, start just just breaking him down and just trying to demoralize ragdolling, him. Yeah, ragdolling him around. So, like I said, I'm not sold on Chemaev yet. Maybe I'll be proven wrong, but I'm not sold on him just yet. Uh, my next fight. Now, did you did you pick up any? Did you did you put any females on your card for this for the UFC? Well, I already put females on my other one, and you didn't okay. put any. So okay, you know. okay. I'm asking, did you put any on this card? <laughs> no, I don't have any. You didn't need to. You need to point it out because I, I did. I did on this. Set. I did. <laughs> well, so I wanted to make sure you. we. So at least you guys so at home, the misogynist that I called you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> Just so you guys, uh, no, we didn't talk about these things before. Because I wanted to make sure we had some surprise, some shock and awe, because I wanted everyone to understand how much better my my card is than John's. You better have a good fight here, then. Look, I got (laughs) to give the females their due, and you and I have become very close with this female because of Patchy Mix, and I want to see Tatiana Suarez versus Mackenzie Dern, because I know that that is a great, great matchup in terms of stylistically. Now, you could take that fight. Go ahead. Go ahead. You could take that fight and not put it on a fight card, and put it over there into a grappling match too. But I am very fascinated by the fact that not a, none of these females are willing to go ahead and go to the ground with Kinsey Dern. Well, Tatiana Suarez, I believe is. Yeah. She will be like, nah, I don't care. I'll take you down. I'll use my wrestling to get you down. You don't even have to bother trying to take me down. She'll take her down and try to control that top position, make McKenzie carry the weight. I think that this could end up being a great fight. Now, I know they're not where they should be, or Tatiana's ranked way above her. Way above her. Okay. And that's, and that's that's my real problem. But the other thing, well, Tatiana then, that's what the other question was, John. What do you think? Do you think Tatiana would just sprawl and brawl then because she knows that McKenzie Dern struggles with the pressure and keep Hold it on, on the feet? Or would when Tatiana you, take her down? Oh, okay, question. When, you, when We talk about this all the time. There's blueprints on how to beat people. Mm-hmm. right and until they can fix those flaws that blueprint will work every time has mckenzie fixed the flaws that we've seen no 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 not at all okay so the blueprint is there the blueprint is absolutely there and there's no way that mckenzie has to take down wrestling to take tatiana suarez down it is she can maybe hurt her on the feet and get her on you know on her can or Tatiana's the one that brings it to the ground. Mm-hmm. So I look at this and it's like I have one fighter who's undefeated, and I have one fighter who's two and th- you know one and two in their last three fights. Okay, I wouldn't put this if I was Tatiana. It's like why am I taking her? I should be getting Wei Lee. Yeah, that's the fight. And I I, I thought about putting that fight in there, mm-hmm. uh, but I figured they're going to do it anyway, so it's, I'm not going to put that one. But Tatiana Suarez deserves to fight for the title. She deserves it. Yeah, they have so, her matched up against what? Lemos now? Yeah, so yeah, Lemos at yeah, 298. Lemos. Look, 
I, I like I said, I said my disclaimer before we started this fight card with the UFC is I put together fights that I interest me yeah. and I thought would be good fights that fights that people aren't really talking about. It, it you know it it's the, the style wise I totally understand why you put it yeah. together and it's interesting it is and it's but it's a question of which t- what what does Tatiana want to do because the, like we just talked about the blueprints there mm-hmm. the blueprint on how to beat Mackenzie Dernis but are you going to be the person that goes and says yeah but watch this blueprint and put yeah. yourself in a position where you you are walking into the strength of your opponent. Does but here's the thing though is Tatiana Suarez stand up better than Mackenzie Derns? Yes, because it's and this is why. Okay, first off, Tatiana doesn't have her chin fucking way up in the air. This is true. Okay, that's that's a huge factor, and and you know I I, I want to you know I think Mackenzie has got all the talent in the world to be a world champion. She definitely does. She just has certain things that she does that you look at and you go, that's got to be fixed. And and they can be fixed, but she's got, you know, in her hard drive, it's got to be pulled out and then the new stuff's got to be put back in. So the difference in their standup is Tatiana throws straight shots down the middle where for the most part, Mackenzie starts with a straight shot and then ends up looping and trying to throw big, heavier shots that are looping that are not going to get there if someone is throwing straight shots down the middle. So I look at this and I go, just style-wise, the stand-up, Tatiana stand-up. Now, and Tatiana normally uses that stand-up to get into a grappling exchange so she can take it to the ground and do her work down on the ground, which she's great at. You know, she's a good submission fighter. Is she as good as Mackenzie? No. You know, yeah. That's, she, she, she doesn't match up, you know, over her in that. But she's good. And I look at this fight and I go, if you were her coach, okay, Josh Thompson is the is the head trainer for Tatiana Suarez. What's your game plan? That's I'm, I'm struggling with that. I'm struggling with it. Okay, because, why are you struggling? Because I believe that McKenzie, if if Tatiana Suarez takes her down and puts McKenzie to the fence, where most people are good at getting up, McKenzie's not that person. She hasn't okay. even evolved to that level of like getting her back to the fence and getting back to her feet. She uses jujitsu still trying to get herself there. And it's not, I don't, I think Tatiana with the striking can nullify the the sweeps and the jitsu from the bottom against Mackenzie Dern. And so okay. that's where I'm kind of like, do I stand with her as much as I can and see how that goes? And if it's working to my benefit, then we go ahead and we just keep doing it. I stay stay with plan A. Yeah. And if it doesn't, okay. or like, hey, if I'm landing some shots and it's a 50-50 fight, or I'm slightly ahead, let's threaten to take down at the end of the round and get the win with the round and top control to win the round. And let's see what round two possesses because McKenzie tends to slow down in the second round and starts because she's winging her shot so much and this and that. So if she can sprawl and brawl, keep it on the feet and it's working great. If she's sprawling and brawling and getting hit with some shots, because I think McKenzie's going to be a little bit faster than her with the hands. They come a little bit more loopy. I agree with you, but they, I think she's a little bit faster with the hands. Um, what she doesn't, what she, neither one of them want is the other person on top. Yeah. So uh, it, it depends. I, like I said, I want to see how the stand-up goes with Tatiana Suarez against Dern. Dern is comfortable on the feet, whereas Suarez, I don't think she's as comfortable on the feet. I, I, I agree with you. The one thing I would look at is I would have Tatiana. Look, I want you to just use your jab, and we're going to just pressure her. Yeah. Jab, 
jab, straight right hand down the pipe, just keep on throwing or straight left hand down the pipe. So in the last 30 seconds, I would have her looking for a takedown just to put mm -hmm. it in McKenzie's mind. I'll go there with you, but I want, I want the time to work on my side. So yeah, in the last 30 mm -hmm. seconds of the first round, we would be looking for a takedown somewhere in that area. If we, yeah. as, you know, but I just look at this. Mackenzie's got to fix some of those flaws. Yeah, but, she does. What else you got? What else you got? All right. Well, let's take a look. We you know I have uh, one that I really like. In uh, I have in the 155 pound division, the human highlight reel, Justin Gaethje, taking on the guy who's hot, on fire, calling out everyone, ready to go. Benoit Saint-Denis, mm. a guy who is just putting it on people right now. He he talks about he doesn't feel pain, you know, all that stuff. Well, if you don't feel pain, then Justin's got no chance. But I'll tell you what, Justin <laughs> Gaethje puts pain on people, okay? And he's got that low kick that he uses. He's got his setups with his, his uppercut hook. He does it all. Look, Saint-Denis is a guy who's on his way. He's a god of war against the human highlight reel. Come on, man. You got to love this fight. I think it'd be a great fight. I do think it'd be a great fight. I just think that Gaethje right now is at a different level of fight IQ. He and might be. He would, he would fight this fight a little bit. Go ahead. Would he? Yes. Because he, he did against Fazeev. I'll give yeah. it to him. He did. And he did it against Dustin. As, so has it changed? Yes. Okay. I think the mentality's changed. I think he sees okay. the writing on the wall. 35 years old. I've already been there. It's like you know that this 35 is that that threshold of I'm one year or maybe even just six months away from the the decline of of my skills. It, start, it starts to go the other and he, way. And I I think as long as he fights smart, man, he's he can have another I'd say another at least another two years if he fights smart. If he fights the way he's fought his last two fights, yeah. Because, look, he's got power. He, and even Habib came out after, and he's like, "Who's?" they asked him, who's the hardest guy you've ever been hit by? He's like, oh, Justin Gaethje. This guy hit like hammer. <laughs> this guy. <he's>, he hit. <laughs> yeah. This guy. He, he hit like hammer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, and so and you know that he can take a shot. Oh, yeah. You know, you know that he can deliver them. You know he's got nasty leg kicks. Will St. Denis be the same guy after he gets kicked a couple times in the calf by by uh, Justin? Um, don't get me wrong. I think um, St. Denis got – he's obviously younger, 28 years old. He's got a little bit more of the the athleticism right now to bounce around the cage and make it look oh, yeah. pretty and all those things. But one or two calf kicks – you won't be bouncing very much against Justin Gaethje. And if you stay stationary too long against him, he's going to touch that chin and you'll be, they'll be shaking you and waking you up. Oh, it was a great fight, buddy, but it's all over. Okay. Uh, can you tell me how many lights are on the ceiling? Good. I'm glad you're back to it. Great. Great. Walking you through it. Like they're going to, that's what's going to happen. If he stands too much in front of Justin, Gaethje. if he does. Yeah. He's going to have, fought, he's, he's going to have to fight incredibly him. smart. Look at when he fought bone theme, he looked fantastic. Yeah. He, he just, annihilate you know a good fighter in that beautiful submission win then he fights Thiago and that was a fight that I thought oh, this is gonna be a tough fight mm -hmm. this is gonna be a tough fight for him I thought so too no no he just just went through him and then his last fight against Frivola it wasn't come on Josh no. it wasn't even 
And Matt Favola is a tough dude. Matt Favola has got power. All those things just walked through him. Mm-hmm. Well, John, his first fight, right, was the loss where he just he came in on short notice. Am I correct? Well, it Scroll was, it was during, during COVID, yeah. Yeah, yeah during COVID. Uh, Dos Santos is when he yeah. fought Dos Santos. Yeah, I mean, he came in. His first law, it was his first fight in the UFC as well, I believe, right? Yeah. I go back. Yep, I'm going to give this guy some love. Is I just said this before with the guys coming over from Bellator to PFL. That first fight is always going to be very tough. Tough. Yeah. No matter where you go. No one is familiar to you. You feel like you're an outsider. He, the dude he fought yeah. is a stud. He's a stud. Dos Santos is a stud. Dos Santos. It, look, but when you come in, you come in feeling like you're the outsider. If these other, whoever you're fighting has already had one fight, it's like they're walking through the back. They're high-fiving all the staff. You know, they're like, hey, how are you? The staff's super nice to them. Staff doesn't know you yet. So you feel a little bit like an outsider. You feel a little uncomfortable. You just feel, it doesn't feel like home. And yeah. so it takes sometimes two, three fights to get that feeling. And so when you have, like, that fight with the he lost, I mean, he... He took a oh. beating in that fight. I didn't I think. Mean, I, I, dude, thought, I, I thought like, he wasn't going to be the same. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he proved us wrong. Yes, he so did. So he came out and uh, he's he's been on a terror, man. Balfim, Wasses, Frivola. I mean, he's he's looked good. Round one finish against Balfim. Round two finish against Moises. Round one finish with a head kick against Frivola. He's put him away. He's just collecting checks right now. It's like, yeah, yep. don't worry about that fight when I first came in. Don't worry about it. I forgot about it already. You know, I, this is great. But it, look, this is a big jump. Frivola and Moises and Bonfim are not Justin Gaethje. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But it is, you are right. It would be a fun fight. There you go. All right. I'm going to go back to where you kind of started off this car with, was, was with Bo Nickel. Uh-oh. But. Bo on it too. Let's yeah, I got Bo on it too. Because I, I, I have, I have high expectations for him. This but, better be exciting. You better not come But I think this guy's got, this guy shipping. that he's fighting has got good wrestling, got heavy, heavy hands. Is Roman Delizzi. Him and Bo, to me, is a little bit better of a fight than the Chimaev. Now, name value is obviously Chimaev all day long. Yeah. You know, and the, and I think in the first round, you're gonna get the fireworks between Chimaev and Bo. is gonna come forward, he's gonna fight, you know, a little wild and crazy, maybe round one and a half, but Delizzi's gonna be there the whole fight. Okay. Okay. I, I look at I, here's my my <laughs> what I don't get. Where's the one more fight? Where's the about? one more fight? He needs, he needs one. He needs one, he maybe does. two more fights. He does. Really? But you're going to put him against Delite. Yeah. <laughs> Chamayev's undefeated, right? Yeah. Roman Delite's oh. lost. Yeah. He, he lost two fights ago. He'll scroll down. Okay, scroll hold down. on. Hold on. He lost oh. two fights ago. Yeah, he lost one fight, fight ago. He lost to Marlon Vittori. Well, exactly. And that was a fight that many people thought he won. Well, John, we're not going based off of that. I'm going based Whoa. off. I'm trying to build. No, I'm trying to build a young off. star in Bo Nickel. I'm trying to build a young okay. star in Bo and Nickel. That's, so you're putting him against a guy who, honestly, in the stand-up, is cleaner yes. than Chimaev. Chimaev and yeah. has more power than Chimaev. Yeah. So I like your matchup. Which one's more competitive, John? My fight or your whoa, fight? Whoa. What's the better fight? Well, which one's more competitive for which, for the fans the better for us fight? to watch? You want, the Bo Nickel versus Chimaev. Let's just be honest. You're I'm crazy. being honest. You're freaking crazy. Stop. You're being talking biased. about two undefeated goddamn your, fighters. Your bias is showing. I'm not being biased. biased. I'm going off of I have 
Someone's always got to go. You want Bo Nickel to beat okay? Chimaev. That's why. You're you want Bo a... Nickel to beat Chimaev. I don't want... Not I think all. the Elite fight and Bo Nickel is a more competitive fight. I, I don't think it's more... I think it's the same fight. I'm being honest. No. I think it's the same fight. Think yeah. so? Yeah, I do. The one thing that Delice gets a little tired too. I mean, you take a look and he's very, very similar. I think he may be, you know, I can't even say he's even physically stronger than Chimaev. Chimaev is strong. So I don't, it's the same fight, but it's a good fight. I love it. I'm not putting it down. I think, mm -hmm. I think he did a nice job in putting Bo Nickel in there against somebody that matches some of that, mm -hmm. uh, Skill set, mm -hmm. but Bo Nickel definitely takes Delice down. Yeah, I think he does. But there'll be some scrambles there, a little bit more of a possession. I think it's gonna be a harder, I think it's gonna be end up being a harder fight for Bo Nickel. You're just trying to give you know Bo Nickel the easier win. I get it. No, I think what just cracks me it, up is you shit. sit here talking about bias. You know, oh I, I want one or two more fights before that fight. John John <laughs> always you go, it's okay. Always favoring his guys. Always favoring. I'm not his favoring guys. anybody. I get it, I get it though. I, I, get I just it. I get it. <laughs> Did you not say, oh, I'd like one or two more? <laughs> All right, what do you what, awesome. what do you got? What do you got? All right, well, the one I'm going to go with now is it, we've talked about it too many times, and it's the one that has to happen. They now have MVP. MVP is going to be fighting Kevin Holland, but he needs to fight Wonder Boy. Let's be honest. Yeah. Put Wonder Boy and MVP in the cage. Five rounds. I want to see that fight. Got it. Yeah, I mean, like, I can't, I can't backpedal now. We've been talking about it for two years. <laughs> no, so, come on, I can't backpedal now. No, I think it'd be a great fight. Both of both of them older, older in age. What? He's thirty six. Yeah. Michael Venom Page MVP is thirty six, and you got forty. He'll be yep. forty one coming up, I believe. And uh, look, I think it's a great fight. It, oh. This we talked about earlier. Look, this this fight has the potential to be very boring. It also it has the potential to be very good. Oh, it does. It could be. It could be a. But a every fight's that way. Yeah, it could. It could. There's certain fights though, John. When I when you when you say when you say Eddie Alvarez versus Justin Gaethje, you know it's not going to be a boring fight. Yeah. When you say Dustin Poirier versus you know Justin Gaethje or Eddie Alvarez or Michael, Chandler, <laughs> why are you putting Justin Gaethje in? Because he's the human highlight reel. What, like, like there's a name, reason man, why you have easy. that name. Because he's never in a boring fight. Yeah, there's a reason why you have that name. So, um, yeah. But this fight here. The speed, I think, is going to go to MVP, which is normally Stephen yes. Thompson has a little bit of the speed. The reach, what's the reach on this? They don't have the reach on here, do they? The, no, the reach, no, the reach the would go to MVP. The reach would go to yeah, MVP. You got to figure. I think MVP is a seventy-seven-inch reach. Got it. But I then you've got the height. It goes to MVP. The craftiness, though, I think, is going to go to to Stephen Thompson. The ability to kind of see what MVP does. He's fought karate guys his whole life, so it was well, MVP. They, they, let, let me just make this clear. They have fought each other before, just not in MMA. Mm, I didn't know that. Talk oh, to yeah. you, Goose. Oh, yeah. In, in, the, in the world of full contact karate and everything, these guys, have they've faced off, and Wonderboy got him. Yeah. Wonderboy. How old? How old was uh, MVP? Oh, he was younger. Yeah, he was in his teens. Oh, teens. Yeah, so it's been a while. John, we're fucking two decades removed. Jesus. I'm, just, I'm just saying, but they have faced off against each other. You can't, like, yeah. you can't do that. You can't pull up something, yes, some stat from fucking dirt days. Like, you've got... I, I pull it. I come from the dirt days. Yes, we know this. <laughs> okay. We know this. Born in the dirt. Yes, yes. It was. Uh, yeah, I think this is. Um, 
It's, it's a, a great, great fight. Yeah. It's a great fight. It's it definitely one does. that needs to happen. Due respect, it definitely does. Yeah. Um, okay, my next fight. I got. I had to throw Sean O'Malley in here. I got. I can understand why. Okay, I had to throw Sean O'Malley in here. Um, right now, he's not just the buzz, but he feels. Like, I feel like he's he's coming to his own. Like he's he's he's, he's never lacked confidence with that's for sure. But it's he's found his. He's found his rhythm, his style. He's found he's found himself in terms of in the inside that cage. He understands where he's good. He understands how to use his his reach and his range now. His speed, true. His footwork yes. is phenomenal. I mean, to do what he did against Peter Yan, who's able to stick and move, stick and move. So, and I thought he lost that fight, but for him to do what he did against Peter Yan, like in terms of sticking and moving and stand, Peter Yan just puts that relentless pressure on you. Yeah, he's always coming. And he was able to withstand quite a bit. He had a lot of success in that fight. But I'm going to have to put him against somebody like a Corey Sanhagen. Him I have that to my next fight. <laughs> there you go. I have, to, I have to see that fight. The height, that the reach. That is my next fight. The that style. is my co-main event yes. of my card. Yep. Is Sugar Sean versus yep. Corey Sanhagen. I thought we'd get through nice this thing. Job. With, I thought we'd get through it without matching each other. No. Nope. I thought I mean, we were going to do it. That I is thought. my exact next matchup. Yeah. I thought, but uh, I just, this fight, John, it's, it's, it's money. It's a great fight. It's and a great fight. Dude, come on. I, you, styles are similar in ways. Yeah. Different in other ways. Body types, similar. Very similar. You know, you just take a look. Both of them on the ground. Both of them on the ground can go. Everything about it, their records are, you know, as far as the number of fights, everything. I looked at that and I said, dude, if I, if I was going to pick a fight that I looked and said, how would Sugar Shot O'Malley deal mm -hmm. with someone that's very much like him? Yeah. Yeah. Corey Sanhagen. Yep. I think Corey's gotten so much better on the ground. He's good. At, his takedown defense is good. His sweeps have gotten better to get to the top. Now, do I think he's going to be able to outgrapple Sean O'Malley? I don't think so. But I think no. uh, I think he'll be able to stuff some of the takedowns, make Sean O'Malley work enough to where Sean's like, why? I could try to stand with this guy, use my speed. I think Sean is the faster fighter with the footwork in the hands. I think Corey is the more direct fighter. He's someone that's going to get his punches from point a to point b in a straighter line that are going to land cleaner so it makes for a very fun fight you got the young up-and-coming athletic more of a of a journeyman i guess you'd say and i wouldn't say journeyman more of the veteran in Corey sanhagen but journeyman. only 30 but 31 years old not journeyman i didn't mean that i meant like veteran had just more experience against top top level fighters yes but only 31 years old yeah and so he's how can he utilize that, his fight IQ against all the other fighters that he's fought to his advantage against someone like Sean O'Malley, who's only had, what, two top 10 fighters, right, that he's fought? I think Cheeto, and then he lost to Cheeto. Three? I think we had three, right? Well, so Pedro, got, Pedro, Pedro was an eye poke. Yeah. Uh, Say so his last three were in the top 10. Okay, his last three. Okay, so Al, Aljo, of course. Aljo, Peter, Pedro. Pedro, that was a second round eye poke. And then Cheeto was earlier, but now Cheeto is one of the top guys. So I don't, I don't think were... Cheeto was. I don't think Cheeto was ranked back when he fought him. I think they both. I think I think Cheeto was the one ranked and not was and he? Not, yeah, I think Cheeto was like number twelve or something like that okay. back then, and Sean wasn't. But uh, anyways, I well, think this I is a fantastic you, fight. That you're right. It is, and I think that is your best pick.
of all of your picks. Well, well, you guys, when you guys are when you when you guys are are voting down below on who you thought had the better card in the UFC, just remember this is my fight, not his. Okay, this is my fight. That's what I want to say. Okay, just, well, the the funny part is we actually put it in the same slot. Yes, too. this is true. That's, That's pretty true. good. Well, you because we also good. know years of experience shows that the lighter fighters are not going to be the main event. It's very rare. It's very <laughs> well, rare. All right, so let's let's hear your last one then. No, the no, you event. have one more. You have. What are you talking oh, about? about I have Sean O'Malley and, and Corey Sandhagen was my co-main event. Co oh, okay, so I'm going. I, oh, that's right, that's right. So I'm gonna have to go again. Okay, <laughs> I gotta go hey, again because I'm, I'm over here dictating the race. Dave, I'm, can you I'm hear me? The Dave. Dance. Yep. I'm oh, yeah. the John calling Dave. Leading the dance. Leading the dance. Has, has someone hit him recently? Because he is lost. Oh, I'm know. enjoying my monster. I did see him a few, six, him a few weeks ago. I'm enjoying my monster at 6 a.m. I'm enjoying it. Um, Maybe. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's obviously kicked in. Look, uh, for my main event, this is going to be a little bit of my uh, my bias coming in. Okay. But I'm going to have Islam versus Leon as my main event. And I know <laughs> this, is being, this is being talked about. It's a good fight. I got to be honest, though. This is a fight that scares me a little bit with Islam. The speed of, of Leon Edwards, the ability, the ability to get takedowns and put Islam on his back himself. And I know that Islam prides himself on takedown defense and all those things. Leon's proven that he could take top-level wrestlers down. Now, I've said before that the, the Dagestani style of wrestling is just different. You get into that clinch, you try to body lock him and try to take him down, he will look to foot sweep you. He will look to try to let you fall. He'll try to lateral drop you. He'll do all these. Things. He'll inside trip you when you get in too deep on the body lock. He'll set the. He'll he'll let you get in so he could get you within his grasp of throwing you and hip tossing you. And it's sure. what happens. It's that judoka type feeling of when you get in too close on the body lock that they utilize their feet more and the lift more and the hip twist a little bit better than a lot of the American style wrestlers. Yeah. So that's, but on the feet, Leon is the speed, the accuracy, the way he mixes up the kicks, the speed with the head kick as well will be there. It's, it's going to make for a very interesting fight. It's a very tough, tough fight for Islam. Very tough fight. I think it's, I think it's a fantastic fight though. I'd like to see him challenge himself here coming up. Will he be this now that we've seen him at 155 when he has the full hydration period, we've seen the, the difference between 24 hours and 36 hours on how much of a difference it makes. This going up to 170, will we see an even better Islam? That's what I have questions. I have questions because I've trained with him when he's come to camp and he's 180 something and he feels like a different fighter than when he's two weeks out from a, from a fight. He just sure. feels like a different fighter. Sure. So um, this, this to me is, I think it make, makes for a great main event. You can have it in the UK, in London, or you can have it in Abu Dhabi. Or wherever Saudi Arabia, okay. but like, uh, it's a great headline. I can't. It's a great headliner, and I can't say anything. But I would love to see the fight. Mm -hmm. I think Islam. Here, here's my biggest problem for Islam in, t in getting this fight. Is Islam won the title against Charles, mm -hmm. and Islam has fought a featherweight twice. Yep, I agree with you. I'm not disagreeing with anything you're saying. And, and so, there are guys out there that he should be fighting as a lightweight to start to establish your, you know, you're clearing that division. You're making it to where no one has the right to say, Hey, you know, you're, you haven't fought anybody. Who should be next really for him? Who should be next? 
<coughs> I say Justin Gaethje, but they keep trying to push the Charles Oliveira situation. He's already yeah, fought I know him. they do. Now he's got and two I'm, rematches, and it's like I look at it and I think Justin Gaethje's the one yeah. that's proven himself to get that fight. I think he deserves that fight. If it's not Gaethje, Dustin is hard to put in there because he's coming off of a loss. Yeah, I, I would say so. That, that's that's a tough one. So if it's not Justin, then I understand the Charles because Charles is coming off of the win, but. I think Justin Gaethje deserves that shot, and it, there's a there's a real good, you know, reason for putting that fight together. Mm-hmm. You know, beyond just that, uh, the the weight class and everything. We're talking mentorships and who's fought who and all those things. It, you could make a lot out of it. Well, but go, go ahead. No, 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 go you. But but the the Leon Edwards fight, it is a big step up in fighting leon and, yeah. and the, the real the real big step up is this one of the things that for the most part not always but for the most part islam's got a good size frame for lightweight mm-hmm. he's big he ain't big for fucking wealth no he's not and and leon has got a big frame for a welterweight as far as lengthwise they're both about the same though and but filled out wise leon's the fuller fighter yes. at this weight yeah, um, at, at 170, yes. But they, w- I would say they're pretty close in height. I mean, Islam is not 5'10". No, no. Islam's about 5'10". It, it, it puts, you know, Rocky Edwards there at uh, six foot. You know he's taller than six foot. Yeah, he's probably 6'1". He's about an inch yeah. taller than that. He's, he's about 6'1". 6'1", 6'2". Yeah, he's, he's there. But Islam is not 5'10". He's about six foot. Yeah, he's at 5'11", 6 foot. He's in that border. But that, that extra inch makes a difference. And sure. that's what she says. So um, <laughs> this, but I look at this, it's a great fight. Speed. I Yeah, the speed will be a huge factor. And, for, and, for this, and this, when I, when I say that, it's not only the speed, it's speed and power because Islam's fought fast people. He's used to fighting people mm-hmm. that are fast. He, he's not the fastest guy. He's not slow. No. But he's not the fastest guy out there. Where Leon is fast mm-hmm. for a welterweight, he's fast, and he's going to be as fast as anybody Islam has been in the cage with. So he has got uh, to deal with not only the speed now, but speed with length, and a guy that is used to fighting. Either if you want to say southpaw, he normally is a southpaw, but he'll fight orthodox stance. Islam is a solid southpaw. Solid southpaw. You know, throughout. So he's going to get a guy that's going to be switching and switches well. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the things that when you watched Volkanovsky against Islam in the first fight, it's one of the things that gave Islam some problems. That switching back and forth and the way he did it made Islam hesitate many times. Mm-hmm. And so he's going to have to show that I, I've dealt with that problem. I, it's a great fight. I love the fight. I can just look and say, Islam needs to fight more people in the yep. lightweights. I agree. But if this fight happened, I would I have no complaints, and I would just say thank you. I look at Justin Gaethje being next. The reason why I say that is because Islam went through him in one round, finished him, and Habib, the way two rounds. Well, sorry, it was the beginning of the second round. Sorry, that's yes. you're right. Sorry, um, second round. But then on the, and then when he goes off and he beats Benil Darius, Benil Darius now loses to to Sarukian that kind of I know that he did it first Charles Oliveira beat Darius first but it kind of it kind of takes away the the value of beating Darius 
because Darius was on a rise. It takes it away now that Sarukian's beat him too. And so, and he beat him pretty handily. <laughs> and so, but so just, now who, that, that's what I'm just saying though, is John, it starts taking away what Charles has done. You lost to, to Islam real pretty easily, pretty significantly. You got dropped, then you got finished. That happened. Then in the, um, then in the, uh, what's it called? Uh, then, then he goes off and fights. Charles doesn't fight, but then Dariush ends up losing to Saruki, and now that takes away from your win. So I think I think Justin is well deserving. Plus to fight someone new, because now he is a champion. You have two title fights, you have four total, and they're all against the same two guys. You've got two against yeah, Charles, two against. I don't. I don't look at the Saruki and beating Darius as taking anything away from Charles because Charles was the guy that did it first when I get it. Benio was in that high and had the confidence behind him. And all of that. So I don't I think it. it takes anything away in that. I, but, I get it. But you're also the guy that probably voted Florida State out of the championships. Okay, I get it. Go ahead. Move on. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, but it's Give okay. me your main event, buddy. Let's go. Let's go. Drum roll, please. Drum roll. All uh, right. Drum roll. But I have to I have to give some qualifiers here. Oh, jeez. Sidetracked. Disqualified. Disqualified. <laughs> disqualified. All right. I'm going for it. My main event is... The greatest fighter that's ever been in an MMA cage. The guy who actually is got the greatest skill set. It is John Jones against Tom Aspinall. I yeah. love Stipe. I love Stipe. Yeah. Get rid of that fight. You know, look, Stipe is older. You want to put the real fight together for the two best heavyweights there are right now in the UFC. It is John Jones against Tom Aspinall. That's okay. the fight that should happen. That should be your main event. Okay. Okay. I'm not mad at that. Okay. I'm not mad at that. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Tom Aspinall needs one more fight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Maybe he does. Uh, if you guys didn't catch the sarcasm, you're a smart ass. Uh, look, I w as much as it pains me to say it, I'd have to agree, man. Stipe is he's 41 I think you know yeah. and by the time they probably fight he'll be 42 stop with that one yeah Done. I just I want to see it but I just I don't I don't want to see that version of it yeah I want to see I, the, honestly yeah. at this point I don't even I don't even care I don't want to do it. yeah yeah and I love Stipe it's it, this is nothing I'm not trying to put in any way you know Stipe down or say I don't care it's just it's time yeah. you know and it's to, you can't sit there and tell me do me a favor, Dave. Pull up Stipe's uh, record real quick. You can't sit there and tell me. Take a look at you know the amount of time that has been between his last fight against Francis Ngannou because that was his last fight, okay? And we were complaining about how long Francis hadn't fought, and Francis fought freaking Cyril Gaon in between. We're talking 2021. It's mm -hmm. 2024 mm -hmm. before this fight can ever take place. It's over. Yeah. Stop. Would you would you say that would you be okay with Steve A just jumping in right now and fighting Tom Aspinall? No. I think Tom no. Aspinall just obliterates him. Yeah. Uh, it's speed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Speed. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Ah. I, I mean get I, I, I get the one last money I grab. Do, I don't I do not like to see my heroes mm -hmm. get destroyed. Well, John, he'd still be 41. In the heavyweight division, we've seen guys fight into their 40s. Yes, we have. You we know? have seen guys fight at that. But we're talking 41 comparatively. Is How is he going to win this fight against yeah. this person? 
you know, yeah. I, I can go back. I can go all the way back there. I remember, you know, UFC 129 was in freaking Toronto, Canada. It was the first fight in the province of Ontario since they were the, la- the last ones, before, you know, saying, oh, no, we can't have that sport. And they do the fight, and it's 55,000 people at the Sky Dome Arena. And they, they, one of the fights they put was Randy Couture against Lyoto Machida. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I looked and I went, you got to be shitting me. Yeah. Okay. And Randy had done everything. I think Randy was at the time 48. 47, 48, 47, yeah. 47, yeah. yeah. But, you know, he had a specific style that he always used to, you know, be able to. But I looked and I said, he's, he, he's not going to get close to Lyoto. No. You know, and I just, and it's nothing against randy anything he did he was phenomenal i loved him loved his you know his career you're putting him against that guy that guy come on man that's when the promotion this this is is, when leota was fucking yeah killing everybody that's when the promotion is tired of paying the older guys yes a lot of money yes they're like okay this is the writing on the wall get you out of here so if you saw tom aspinall in a fight with you know stipe Come on, what do you, what do you know is going to happen? Who's yeah, faster? There's I get no it, doubt. but I want to see. I want to see Steve Bay get a, a, a money grab. If a he can win grab. the interim title, then you go. You never know. Okay, but, all right. But hey, that's going to wrap up our UFC talk, and I think that's going to wrap up this show. So before we go, though, <laughs> make long. sure you, yes, make sure you guys go to onlyfans.com slash Wayne in onlyfans.com slash Wayne in. Also go to wayneinmerch.com Wayne in merch because there's some hoodies available. It's getting cold outside. It was about 41 degrees yesterday, all Christmas Day. Uh, it was pretty cold, man. It was pretty cold, but it was still nice. Beautiful crystal blue skies, a couple little clouds. It was nice to be outside for a bit, not for too much. A bit? Yeah, a bit. And uh, I want to thank you guys so much for continuing to support us. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this show during this Christmas break and the holiday season. And if we don't see you guys beforehand, well, actually, we will see you guys beforehand. We're going to do a couple extra shows or an extra show for you guys uh, to get a little extra content during this time. And John, take us away. For everyone out there, hope you enjoyed our matchups. Amazing. Only one that we that we had the same. That's pretty good. So everyone out there, I hope you had a great Christmas. Looking forward to the New Year's. We will see you.